Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live episode. I don't know, a lot, maybe 550 or something like that. I'm not really sure. Uh, what I wanted to talk with you about today, though, is not about how many episodes we've done or how very fabulous that view is out there. I mean, come on. Isn't it ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you about today is the business, well, the mid-business crisis that I have found um, really apparent, actually, and, and happens a lot of the time. So before I do that, though, I want to get rid of that. All right. Wanted to remind you happening, which is ridiculously exciting. And what that means for you is that you can go in the running to win $1,000 cold hard cash just by committing to posting every day and then posting every day on your business page and sharing it with us in the group is very, very exciting. Now, the results that people have seen as part of this has been more sales, excuse me, uh, increased engagement, more people looking at their staff, um, all of the things that have been just, it is join, here we go, it's finally working. It is jotnicolamoras.com.au uh, forward slash contentology, spelt how it sounds. Make sure you jump in on that. But before I, I guess, or after going into all of that, the thing that I think is actually really, really important that I wanted to talk with you about is this um this phenomenon that is a business midlife crisis. Now, to me, what a business midlife crisis looks like is where you're feeling really unmotivated. It can be where you feel really tired. It can be where you feel like it doesn't seem to matter what it is that you're doing. Nothing seems to work. Nothing seems to change. Nothing seems to get any better. Uh, it's all just like, uh, everything can be really, really freaking, freaking hard, which is shit, right? Um, you know, one of the things that I've been uh, talking a lot about is making sure that you're operating in your zone of genius as much as you can, making sure that you are doing the things that you really love to do. Now, I personally had a, it was like around the seven year mark, actually, there's usually a trigger. So what happens when you're in having a, a business midlife crisis is that there is often a trigger that makes you kind of go, hi, Chrissy, how are you? Uh, it doesn't make you go, hi, Chrissy, how are you? It makes you go, Ugh. Chrissy just joined in on the, on the copyright. And, and I suppose like what this, what I mean by this is that we, we generally have something trigger us that makes us start to question everything. Now, please let me know that I'm not alone in this. I, I'm, I know that I'm not, but let me know that, that I'm not alone in this. Because I think that this is a real big problem, right? Because what tends to happen when we first start our businesses, and so this is usually in like the first, I'm just going to make myself more comfortable. Uh, this is usually in like the first, uh, maybe in like the first couple of years that we're in business. We do the things that we need to do. So we hustle, we work all of the extra hours, we do all of the things. We, you know, we're like, all right, let's go networking. Let's go throw ourselves out there in social media. Let's go do all of the things and all of the stuff and be everywhere and be seen. And we tend to be incredibly motivated to do almost like whatever it takes. Now, for me, 
I was certainly happy to do whatever it took, um, almost not whatever it took, but you know, oh sorry, not literally whatever it took, but almost whatever it took. So the thing that I would that I was doing back in the day was spending ridiculous amounts of time doing all of the things in the staff and you know that that tends to wear thin after a while when you start to see sorry, I'm a bit distracted today. Uh, when we start to see all of the the cracks start to show. So in in my world what that looked like was my my family life didn't wasn't going particularly well. Uh, my husband and I nearly divorced. It wasn't just about the kind of work that I was doing. There were other circumstances as usually are. And we had to find our way back to back to us again, but I, I guess, but it also meant that for me I was like, well, you know, is is this what I actually really want is this what I really really want to do and for a little while there I've got to tell you I was kind of like this is in 2017 I was kind of like you know what no I don't I don't think I am I don't think I do want to do this I don't want to do this in this way I want to do things a bit differently I want to do things in a in a better way that feels more sustainable that feels more aligned that feels more like I'm really you know lit up inspired motivated filled with joy more often and all of that kind of thing and for me, some of the things that I have had to grapple with and some of the things that my clients and friends actually who have had these business midlife crises, and, and it usually happens around that five to seven year mark. It's like the seven year business itch, right? I've, I've talked about that before. And it's sort of like we've got to grapple with this. Well, if I don't want to do things in this way, how do I want to do things? Do I, what are the alternatives? How else am I going to do this? How do I find that? infusion and that vigor to keep going on like what we had at the start because at the start we kind of don't know any better but when you're you know five seven years in it's kind of like well actually you know you're very clear on what you want and, and really ultimately I guess what you don't want so what I worked out with the things that I needed to really deal with were was this uh, sense of guilt uh, this sense of shame or potential sense of shame. So what I did is like I kind of threw myself into a potential future, which is where, oh my God, I'm gonna to have to tell people that I don't have a business anymore. Um, and that felt really embarrassing. I imagined that that would be really embarrassing. I didn't wanna to have to go and, um, you know, get a job. So there was also that potential. I, I didn't want my children to think that I was a failure. So there was also that, that I was just kind of like, oh my God. You know, there were so many, I guess, things that, um, kind of come up and what I decided was that for me personally and, and the trigger for me was a a group of mean girls being really freaking mean and threatening to sue me and you know drag me through my car affair and blah 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 so for me the trigger for change was that I realized that I needed to do something different and I was not willing to keep doing things in the way that I was doing. So I shared with you the other night, actually, um, a couple of days ago when I did the coffee run after at the end of day one of the hot seat up here. And I was like, you know, I, I was worried, a bit worried last year that I was, that I was done and, and that I, you know, that I, I was going to retire and, you know, whatever else. And I realized that, well, actually, I still absolutely love the shit out of what it is that I'm doing. I just had to find the way back to doing it in the way that I love. So 
I guess like the big thing that I want to remind you of today is that having these business midlife crises are actually really normal, right? And the trigger can sometimes be that you are not making the money that you want, that you're getting a string of people coming through that you don't like, that you don't actually really want to work with, that maybe you've been taking them on because you really need the money. Um, sometimes it can be that you're just not getting any response and it's like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm butting my head up against the freaking wall and nothing's changing and la la la. Another trigger might be that you get presented with an unexpected opportunity, right? So one of these unexpected opportunities might be someone saying, oh, hey, you know what? I, I really love you and, and what it is that you're doing would you, how do you feel about coming and doing some corporate work? Or how do you feel about coming in and, and consulting for this business? How are you, Grace? Um, and I think that for me, it's kind of like uh, if you get presented with an opportunity like, like that, that's, that's kind of like similar but different to what it is that you're doing, it really makes you kind of go, oh, okay, what is it that I actually really want? So most of us need that trigger. I need the trigger to go, what is it that I actually really want? Um, Chrissy, do you think COVID lockdowns maybe contributed to your thoughts on the seven-year itch? Uh, no, because the seven-year itch for me was 2017 and it was really, really, like it was a huge seven-year itch. I was like, um, you know, what else is out there? What else can I do? You know, all of this kind of thing. So for me, it's like this, is, this stuff I've been thinking about for the last four years, not in my own business, different things that have kind of like, triggered for me. The thing that has definitely, that the, the COVID lockdowns triggered for me was I don't want to, I don't only want to do things online, right? I know that I can only do things online if I choose to, but I'm a creature who really needs travel. I am a creature who wants, I really want a hybrid business, right, which is what's worked brilliantly for me over the years. The thing that has worked the best has been the combination of doing things online because I live in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, I get to leverage my lifestyle there and, and the scenery and everything else. But the, com the combination of the other parts for being able to travel, being in the room with people, being able to see different things, being by the beach, um, those types of things are actually equally, if not um, potential. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, if not potentially, like more important um, to me being able to do what I do in the best way possible. So for me, the thing that COVID really highlighted for me is that I I got very clear, and this is this is a really big insight, you guys. For if you've been wondering about different stuff, it's like I worked out exactly what I didn't want, right? What I don't like. Um, and actually we were talking about this. Sorry, I feel like the lighting's just not really good today. Sorry about that. So the thing that, I, that we were talking about yesterday in the room was around some people don't know what it is that they don't want. Uh, sorry, don't know what it is that they do want, but they know what they don't want. So what I, we'll, we'll use photo shoots as an example. So with, when it comes to photo shoots, it's very kind of like, um, all right, well, I don't want to do those, you know, glamour shots. I don't want to do, I'm not interested in doing a, like a lingerie shoot. I'm not interested in, um, 
looking like someone I'm not. I don't want to look like anyone else. I don't want my photos to look like anybody else's photos out there. And then, you know, so I'm very, very clear on all of the things that I don't want. And and when it comes to, to business, I guess sometimes it can be hard to go, well, what is it that you want? I say, oh, I don't fucking know. But I know what I don't want. And what I don't want is to feel like uh, my, the only way that I can reach people is online. Like I really want that hybrid business model for me personally. So what I, and then by working out what it is that you don't want and what you don't like, because we're all kind of conditioned that way, right? If you think about human behavior and if you think about how we're marketed to, and if we think about um, all of the things that we see is like, it, it, like I, what I was thinking in, in the last 12 months is, well, if I don't do this, what is it that I want to do? And I'm like, well, I don't want to be stuck in Mildura with the inability of being able to travel, right? I, I don't want to feel stuck. Um, what I don't want is to be a housewife. What I don't want is to feel like I'm, I'm restricted and tied down. Uh, that's what I don't want. What I don't want is to feel like I'm um, financially dependent on somebody else. I don't want to feel like I can't make decisions on my own. So what I was thinking about with that is like, if I decide that I want to run an event for, for my business, uh, I will, I'll book the tickets, I do the thing, I tell my husband, hey babe, this is what I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm going away, it was like, like this week was a, a great week, a great example. It's like, this is what I'm doing, I love you, I'll see you when I get back, I'll be back on Saturday. Uh, and like, that's that. Whereas if I'm, if I don't have a business, uh, then it's, it was my thinking was, well, you know, what right do I have to just turn around and say, Hey, I'm, uh, particularly if I'm not bringing any money in, right. Cause if I don't have a business and I'm not bringing money in, then I've either have a job or I see my face do that. I didn't mean to do that. I've either got a job or, um, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know what I, I'm like using his money to go and, and, and have a holiday on my own, like a personal retreat, which I actually like in my head, I'm like, oh my God, then I'd have to justify that. And, you know, I'd feel bad because I'd feel like I have to take the whole family. And, you know, this is all where my, where my head was going and where my thinking's going. And, you know, traveling on my own is so important to me it's not the be all and end all and it's not the only reason why I do events away but it's a big part of my it's a big part of my life and it's a big part of what I love to do and and how I love to do it and so I was like wow well I almost need to be able to keep the business so that I can feel like I can you know justify traveling which is total bullshit but it was a consideration and then I think the other thing is it's like well if I'm not doing this stuff you know, with being in the room and, and helping people with their businesses and, and helping people see their own potential and, you know, how fucking amazing that you are. I guess like the other thing is, it's like, if I'm not doing that, then what am I doing? You know, am I, I don't know. It's like, I thought about renovating and that would be awesome, but there's no, um, like there's no, there's nothing like this. It's like, I'm not going to do lives about what well, I could, I suppose, but it, it's different. Like it's not helping other people, which is what I really love to do. And so I guess like the, 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 that business mid year or that, the business midlife crisis, Chrissy, um, was certainly some of the things that I I've been thinking about was certainly triggered with lockdown, um, 
with the COVID lockdowns of, of the last 12 months. But it was certainly something that myself and, and my, my, my best friend, we'd been talking about these uh, quite like four or five years ago about, all right, well, look, you know, how do we keep doing more of what we love? And I think that this is really the key point here. The key point for today, after like 18 minutes of jabbering, the, the key point here is that there are going to be times in your business where you're just like, fuck this shit, I don't want to do this anymore, where you will need to find a way to reinvent, where you'll need to find a way to reinvigorate yourself, re-motivate yourself, and sometimes it, it's impossible to do that on your own. You need to have other people around you to help you with that. And... Um, you know, some of the other things that, that happened, I was talking with another another uh, client of mine earlier this week. It's like sometimes we can get so lost in what we're doing and we start to realize actually, you know, it, it's kind of like a runaway train. It can end up looking and sounding and feeling like it's not really the way that you want, even though it's what you thought you wanted. When you then land in the reality, actually, this is not what I want. It is okay, and in fact, I'd encourage you to hit pause. Hit pause on your business, take some time out, work out what is it that you don't want, what is it that you do want, what is it that you really love about it, what is it that you fucking hate about it. You know, for, for some people, the pressure of having your own business is not enough, uh, sorry, is, is not outweighed by the joy of doing what it is that you do. For some people it is. Like business owners have a lot of pressure. We have a lot of pressure on us. On us. We are solely wholly responsible. We're selling ourselves basically out there uh, every single day. And that, that comes with a sense of pressure and a sense of obligation, I guess. But we're not, we don't all have to be doing that. Oh, hey Jess, how are you? We don't have to keep going. Like if things aren't working in the way that you want them to work, the the definition of insanity is keeping doing the same thing, right? And we're expecting that things are going to get better. And it's not always, I, I guess, like the, the, there's sometimes there's this fear around experimentation or testing some stuff. There is no shame in doing an experiment, doing some testing, stick at it for six months, you know, give it a fair crack. But then after six months, if you're like, you know what? This isn't lighting me up. This isn't bringing me joy. This is what I don't like about it. There'll be some things that you do like about it, but sometimes if you're in that, the murky pit of shitness, right? Sometimes it's really hard to see the stuff that you do like. So my advice to you is this. If you're in the throes of wondering if what the fuck you're doing is actually what it is that you really want, just stop for a minute, even if it's just for a day. Stop, work out. What do you love about what you do? What do you don't like about what you do? What do you don't like? What don't you like about what you do? What would you ultimately really, really want? How would that look? And, and give yourself the space to bring things in. The thing that we know, and I don't know who quoted it um, or who said it originally, but it's it's saying there are the, the things that you say no to is the exact thing that creates the space for more of the things that you do want to come into your life. Think about the, uh, like in dating, right? The, the people you say no to creates a space for more awesome people to come in if you're trying to meet the person of your dreams, for instance. Um, 
it's okay to say no. You don't have to justify stuff. You don't have to justify anything. It's just like, nah, that's not for me. You know, this is how I want things to be. So it's okay to hit pause. It's okay to stop. It's okay to recalibrate. And what that does is it allows you to come back to your heart, to your soul, to your intuition, for you to sit and work out, well, actually, what is my zone of genius? What is that thing that is absolutely uh, the thing that lights me up and how can I do more of that? Because, you know, we need you being the person that you really want to be. You know, you're going to be so much better to everybody else. You're going to have more fun. You're going to feel more joyous. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more driven, more motivated, more at ease, more in flow when you're doing the things that you uh, really love to do, but in the way that you love to do it, right? So that's my two cents to you today. My very long two cents. All right, uh, remember that Contentology, hi Joe. remember Contentology is open for your enrollment pleasure so that you can get some practicing under your belt over the next couple of weeks. The competition starts on the 1st of May. I cannot wait to host you in there, it'll be fabulous. Meanwhile, get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it, and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you, if not before, I will see you on Monday. Take care, everyone.